This week, Patrick's all alone. And that means I keep trying to talk, but there's not that much news. Here we go. This week in our collective heads, wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard, how we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs, kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah. This week in our collective heads, this week in our collective heads. Welcome to this week in our collective heads. I'm Patrick. I'm solo this week, but I'm still giving you the gaming news because we are dedicated to giving you what's important uh, in the gaming world every single week. There's a lot of news that goes on, and we want to make sure that you get it in a easy-to-digest form. And uh, this is one of them. One of the things that we do uh, in that is giving you, um, you know, the backwards compatible games because Xbox gives backwards compatible games pretty much every week and they no one really talks about it so we want to talk about it uh, persona 4 is uh, is one of them persona 4 arena uh, to be exact uh, which I honestly didn't play and I don't know if other people I don't know how many other people played it but I mean it's cool that it's there I'm not ecstatic about it because I don't care that much about the series I've tried to care about the series but it just has not clicked for me so apologies to everyone who loves uh, persona just uh, not my jam. Sorry. Uh, but another thing that's not my jam, uh, the Cars Mater National. Sorry. Um, I mean, I like Pixar, but I think Cars may be, I don't know, probably the least favorite of the franchise, at uh, least favorite of the franchises, in my opinion. I feel like it really doesn't have the longevity that a lot of the other uh, series have. And... Um, I'm just really not interested in the game either. Another game I'm not really interested in is Jewel Quest, though. Uh, so Jewel Quest, um, you know, it's it's just it's another it's the match three guys. It's there's not a lot to this. That's really what I'm what I'm getting at here. Uh, out of these games, I feel like it may be early on, but I feel like Candy Crush does a better job of it. Uh, maybe just me having been quasi addicted to the to Candy Crush for a little while. Uh, we'd also got uh, Tecmo Bowl. Uh, it's the Tecmo Bowl Throwback edi uh, Edition. So this is the throwback to the uh, old school Tecmo Bowl uh, retro game, which I think is pretty cool that they did that. I mean, I I don't know. It's it, it's a little bit before me. I didn't play a lot of Tecmo Bowl, but I think it's a pretty cool uh, game to have on here as a backwards compatible game. So out of those, I guess Tecmo Bowl would be my pick if you wanted to play a game out of those. I don't know. I really... It's not a great list this year, this uh, this week, but could be worse, right? Could be worse. Um, so on to the uh, regular gaming news, the rest of the gaming news. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is going to be free starting November 20th. This is one of those cases of good things come to those who wait. Uh, go play it, because I, I enjoyed it. I waited and ended up playing a demo weekend. This is another, uh, you know, this, this is basically the giving out, giving the game out for free. Um, and so this is the Operation White Noise uh, technical test. This is a free weekend, November 16th through uh, 19th. I thought it was the 20th. Hold on one second. The notes here don't make sense. Hold on. There it is. I apologize. Retract that statement. So, uh, Rainbow Six Siege was free this weekend that I'm speaking right now. 
previous weekend if you're watching this on YouTube and, and everything, Operation White Noise, which is the uh, which is I guess the, the DLC, uh, that test server hits November 20th. So I apologize, I retract my statement immediately and clarify uh, my notes because my notes were wrong and that's that's my fault. Um, again, it's a game that I, mean, I liked when I played uh, what I played of it. Um, I liked what I played of it, and I'm glad that I got to play it on a demo weekend like uh, like the previous one because that that's how a lot of these games, in my opinion, need to need to function. It allows users, it allows players to jump in and play a game uh, they may or may not have purchased before, and then you may you may love it or you may hate it. Um, speaking of that, Battlefront. Um, so Star Wars Battlefront is getting a lot of uh, heat this um, uh, this week. We talked about the microtransactions a little bit uh, last week and how uh, harsh they were. So they did the math to see exactly how long it takes to get uh, some of to, if you want to unlock the entire game, and how long, or how much money would it take if you bought it all in microtransactions? And the uh, the result was pretty staggering. So. Uh, the estimates are it would take $2,100 uh, US to unlock everything or 40,000 hours of gameplay. Um, yeah, that is insane. That is that is completely insane. 40,000 hours, people. That's a thousand weeks. That's 20 years to play. So. EA rolled back microtransactions and rolled back a lot of other things in, in response to this. Basically, um, uh, they had a Reddit post that said, you know, we, we value the, or the, the unlocks in the game should be valuable and we should reward players just, uh, justly to that. Uh, but not this level, uh, of, of, um, scamming. So added to that, one of the, uh, EA, hold on, I'm bring, bring up, I had the note, um, boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop, boop. So uh, there was an alleged death threat of an EA employee, uh, which circled around the internet and apparently is more than likely fake. So we have another Anita Sarkeesian moment here, where someone wants to, play, you know, be a martyr when they probably feel bad what, about what they did, um, and or just want attention. And that's pretty sad so uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad EA is walking back a lot of these um, practices and the news hit NPR the news hit BBC uh, it was on CNN uh, it was so much that Disney was being contacted for uh, for uh, for their statements on it well so they didn't contact dice they didn't contact EA they went straight up to Disney uh, and I think that's why EA like really quickly made changes because they don't want to lose this contract. They do not want to get out of business with, with Lucasfilm. They want everything Star Wars to be EA. And this could have destroyed it, and it still may have destroyed it. I mean, this is, this is pretty big. It's a game that I really want to play, and I really want to have, but I can't support that kind of practice. So until they streamline everything and make it where it's a reasonable unlock system, I'm not going to do it. Uh, if it's a free game, sure, throw out all the microtransactions you want, but if it, I mean, this isn't even pay to win. Um, uh, IGN put down $100 on the, uh, on the market uh, for the loot boxes. $100 gets you 60 boxes, they got three rares, and they weren't really overpowered at all. So you can throw $100 at the game, and you're still not any better off than playing for about a week. So that's 
kind of sad about it. They, the metrics, uh, the the scaling's completely wrong, and I think they wanted to make sure it wasn't pay to win. But now it's not pay to really do anything. It's just pay to waste money. So I'm glad they're pulling back some of these practices because this is becoming a huge problem in the in the, in the industry. Uh, Speaking of problems in the industry, uh, GameStop, uh, we talked about the rental program last week. GameStop's rental program was going to be a uh, Power Plus, I can't remember what it was called, some Power Plus gamer thing. $60 would get you six months of unlimited rentals of used games, one game per uh, out of the time. And then at the end, you got to keep a game. So GameStop really quickly uh, walked that back, or I should say really quickly, they walked it back right after or right before it was supposed to actually launch. And talking to a few people, uh, like my buddy Frank, uh, who's a loyal listener, loyal watcher on YouTube, um, he believed that the reason that they did that they walked it back so quickly was the used game sales that they get out of holiday. Uh, it's it's huge. The the sales are are big for used games. It gets people in the door, it gets them to buy other things, which is really important for GameStop. And I think that's a completely uh, it's, it's great insight. It's a really great insight in that, and I think he's probably completely right in this. I knew I figured it wouldn't be a good practice anyways, but I think it was poor timing uh, in, involved in this. They, they do uh, usually do a buy two or buy one, get one free used games, and doing that, taking that off the table in Christmas when GameStop's not doing that great would be really rough. I mean, they're they're trying to do tons of programs to to get people to, to buy more uh, uh, product. They're doing ridiculous sales to get not only to get product off the shelf, but also um, uh, product that is basically new, but they they have too much of it, uh, or they're just trying to get people into the door. They're they're I wouldn't say desperate, but they're getting there. And I think this was a this was a not a very good idea, not very well executed, not very well timed. So they're going to walk it back. We'll see when they decide to unpause it. Uh, not sure exactly when that's going to, going to be, but uh, we'll see we'll see when they decide to, to uh, unpause that at least. Um, we got some uh, some news in a game that I really want to play because I've absolutely loved the series since I was uh, since I was little, uh, and that is uh, Wolfenstein. So the they announced the DLC for for Wolfenstein uh, for the New Colossus, and you we're gonna fight Stalin. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I I kind of don't know how to feel about having Stalin and Hitler both alive in this, but uh, at the same time, I think that's great. I think it's it works with the context of everything that's going on in the game, and I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that. So the Game Awards is, is coming up. They announced all of the nominees, and I wanted to go over them uh, as quickly as possible, the, the ones that I think matter. There's a couple that I will skip. But I wanted to go through the, the nominees and give you my pick. Uh, this isn't a prediction. This is just my pick on who I think deserves the award. It may or may not go to the people that I pick, but, you know, it may. You never know. I may be psychic. Uh, so if we're going we're gonna to start off... Oh, there it is. We're gonna start off with the Hydro Award, which is for the uh, independent uh, independent studio, independent game, uh, presented by Chic Hydro. So, uh, Slime Rancher uh, is one of them. Uh, Mr. Sh Mr. Shifty, Hollow Knight, 
Golf Story and Cuphead. And I'm going to give this one honestly to Cuphead. I absolutely loved Cuphead. Um, I played half the other games. They were okay. Uh, Cuphead just really blew me out of the water. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be good. I, knew, I was really excited about the game. Uh, and when this game, when I finally got to play the game, it's everything that I wanted. It's hardcore, it's it's retro uh, gaming, it's retro art, and I absolutely love it. And I think it deserves this award. Um, the next award, as, uh, as I go on, I'm going to skip the eSports team and eSports player because I don't follow eSports that much. But I will talk about the best eSports game. Uh, Rocket League is nominated along with League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter-Strike Global Offense, and Overwatch. And this is going to have to go to Overwatch. Uh, I think Overwatch has shown uh, time and time again uh, that it is, it is the game. It is the the game when it comes to uh, uh, to multiplayer, uh, when it comes to competitive multiplayer, uh, and it's it's continued to to have that place because of the way because of the community and because of the way that they've uh, cultivated uh, the um, the metrics in the game, making sure that everything's balanced out. Uh, and in addition to to that, it's just a really well uh, well done game, really good art, and Blizzard's. Uh, movies that they've done, these little mini short movies, uh, have, in my opinion, propelled the the lore of the game uh, to a whole new level. Uh, so I have to give it to to Overwatch on that. Um, the next uh, the next award is uh, best trending gamer, and I didn't know some of these, and I'm a person who follows people. Uh, Steven Spawn, uh, apologize if I pronounced that wrong, uh, from Able Gamers. Uh, Mike Grzeski uh, from Shroud. Uh, uh, Guy Bem or Guy Bem, I don't know. Uh, Clint Lexa and Andrea Renee. I'm giving this to Andrea Renee. Um, yeah, you can call me bias being a friend of a friend of, a sh of the show, but uh, I think that her exit uh, and creating uh, What's Good Games I think really needs to be um, uh, put in the forefront. You have an all-girl uh, gaming show discussion about what they're playing, uh, about how great these games are, and, and from a woman's perspective, which is really important because usually what happens in these kind of shows is you have a man and a woman, uh, or you have a bunch of men and maybe one or two women, uh, some of which are hired just to have a woman there. And this is an honest show with women giving their perspective on games, not trying to make it, um, not trying to show that as a big deal, but it is about that. It's, it's, it's an important perspective. So I have to give it to her uh, on this. Uh, the next uh, topic, I'm going to skip student game because unfortunately I didn't get to play these. Uh, so the next uh, the next topic is best independent game. So we did kind of just go over this because we went over we we're talking about uh, the best independent game studio and everything. Uh, but I think that uh, for best independent game uh, are not sorry our nominees are uh, Pyre, which I'm, I'm saw a good amount of uh, Night in the Woods, Cuphead. What Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade Setsuna. Uh, and I'm going to give this to Hellblade. I loved Hellblade. I think that it came 
uh, I mean, I, you may call it a double A instead of a complete uh, indie because it is Ninja Theory, but I think they they really knocked it out of the park. They did an amazing job overall in regards to in regards to the game, in regards to storytelling, and many other things. I can't recommend the game enough um, from a storytelling standpoint, uh, and a visual standpoint, and an audio standpoint. We'll go into more of that later, promise. Um, the next topic, uh, the next award, I should say, is the most anticipated game presented by McAfee. All this sponsorship because they just need to keep going. Um, honestly, I could not pick. I couldn't pick uh, a favorite in this, so I apologize. I'm just going to go through them. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, the Last of Us is just a, a wonderful game. It's an amazing story, um, and I and I can't wait for Last of Us Two because I want to see the continuation of that. So I think that I, I couldn't not talk about this game. Uh, also, we have, I apologize as my uh, thing goes nuts, uh, we also have Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is probably one of my favorite games in the past 10 years. Uh, it's it's just extremely well done. The environments are well done. The world is just lived in. It's real, and this is continuing that, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, about continuing into that world, uh, finding out more about uh, about this world, and, you know, um, no spoilers, but it won't be a complete continuation, but we'll see. Uh, next up, Monster World, uh, sorry, Monster Hunter World, which I'm excited about because I liked Monster Hunter, and this is taking it to another level graphically uh, in regards, and also uh, multiplayer. Just everything is just amped up in this, and I'm really excited about playing this multiplayer on PS4. Um, it's going to be. It is not cross-platform. You can. It is. Uh, sorry, you can. You can't play across platform, but it is on multiple platforms. If you get it on PS4, you will get to play as Aloy, if that matters to you. Um, also. Uh, the guys at Twitch, which is us, we are all playing on PS4. So if you do want to play with us, grab it on PS4 uh, and, uh, and come hang out with us. Uh, next up is Spider-Man uh, for PS4. And I'm sorry I'm sounding like a PS4 fanboy at this point, but I'm very excited about this game. I'm very excited about this in for so many reasons. Um, but a good Spider-Man game, which we... We've had a couple, but the graphics, the realism, the story in this just looks amazing, and I, I can't wait to play it. And I also can't wait to play God of War. Uh, to take the God of War series, which has been so deep in the in the Greek mythos for, for so long, to take that and then push this into uh, the Norse mythology, I think is going to be wonderful. It's going to be refreshing, and it's going to be a nice uh, nice time to, to kind of learn about a myth, uh, mythology that I'm not as familiar with. I'm really happy about that. So unfortunately, I couldn't pick... All right, I'm going to pick most anticipated game. All of these honestly deserve it, but I'm going to pick Last of Us Part Two, um, just because of the, the heft and the weight of that story. Uh, but honestly, any of these are a completely uh, justified choice when it comes to most anticipated game. Whichever one of those wins, uh, I'm okay with. Uh, next up, we have uh, Best Multiplayer. Uh, so this is this is a best online multiplayer game, and we get uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty World War II, Splatoon, uh, sorry Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Destiny 2, and PUBG, and yeah. So out of all those, it's hard to pick a few of them, but I'm gonna go PUBG. Uh, this thing came uh, came out came out swinging. People are loving it. Uh, I think that. 
in my opinion, it's a better uh, multiplayer experience, online multiplayer experience than Destiny 2 because of that that world that uh, the I don't know. It just to me, it's 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 better. It's tighter. Um, it is it's grueling, but it constantly it's it's different. Even with the same map, it's still more different than Destiny 2's repetitious uh, maps and all of that. So I'm gonna have to go with with. Um, yeah, with PUBG on this. Next up's best sports and racing game. So for sports and racing, uh, I'm gonna give it uh, to NBA uh, 2K18 because uh, I don't really care and I don't want another racing game to win on this. Forza is pretty sure. GT Sport is good. I'm just tired of racing games. I'm so sorry, but uh, all I do on this show is play racing games for you guys and I'm not a fan and I have to play them for the for the Gold Plus Roundup. I am so jaded to racing games at this point um, that I just couldn't pick any of them. Forza looks great. I, I, I agree. Forza looks great, especially on an Xbox One X. But, sorry, I just could not, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> say any racing game in this, in this field. Uh, next up is Best Strategy Game, which I'm, I would really happy is a thing because I love strategy games. Apologies while I take a drink. Um, I love strategy games and I think that uh, recognizing these is great. Fortunately it's not that great of a mix. We got XCOM 2, uh, War of the Chosen, Tooth and Nail, Total War Warhammer 2, uh, Halo Wars 2, and Mario and Rabbids Kingdom. Uh, Kingdom Battle, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm going with Mario. <laughs> uh, it's 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 not a game that I would have expected uh, to be uh, as good as it was. It's very well done. It's quirky. It's fun. Um, I I'm gonna pick this. Halo Wars Two probably would have been up there, uh, but I don't think that it's as enjoyable as this game. Uh, the the tightness uh, when it came comes to the uh, sorry the um, balance uh, for this in my opinion, was better than uh, Halo Wars 2. Halo Wars 2 isn't a bad game, but I think that it really didn't deserve to be on here. Um, plus, we're talking about strategy games. We haven't had a lot of good strategy games in a while, so yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be my pick for it. Uh, next up, we got Best Family Game, which is very important, and it does not surprise me that Nintendo just dominated this list completely. We have Splatoon 2, Sonic Mania, Mario and Rabbids again, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Mario Odyssey. Now, when I think of family games, I think of playing all together around uh, around a TV. And in that case, Mario Kart takes it completely. Uh, Mario Odyssey is an amazing game. Uh, Splatoon 2 is, is, is good too, and so is Sonic, but uh, we're talking about a, a family game and a family experience. And if you're talking about a family experience and everyone getting together to play a family game, then it needs to be a multiplayer game. And Mario Kart has continued to be the game for that. So I had to give it to Mario Kart, um, even though there are other games that could have gotten it. Sorry. Uh, next up, we have uh, Best Fighting Game. Uh, and this this one actually had uh, some decent contenders in it that uh, that I wouldn't say I didn't expect, but it's it's probably one of the best, uh, best uh, lineups here. We have Tekken 7, we have uh, Nidhogg 2, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Injustice 2, and ARMS. I have not played ARMS. I will admit I have not played ARMS. I apologize. Um, out of all of these, 
Uh, I mean, Tekken is great. Like I said, I haven't played ARMS, but Injustice 2... I'm sorry, Injustice 2 uh, takes it, in, not only in regards to gameplay, but in regards to story, in regards to care for the, for the, uh, for the lore, continuing a story for Injustice. Uh, there's so many reasons that this game uh, needs to be on this list, and the continued, the continued DLC and continued additional characters to just to just really round out the roster is so impressive that I could not ignore it. Uh, it has to be Injustice 2. Tekken 7 is a good game. I don't think it's as good as the previous. I think Injustice 2 builds on the first Injustice game and is completely fitting uh, to to have that kind to have this uh, this award. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that, I guess. Uh, on to best RPG, which, again, another great, uh, a great topic, another great uh, award. We have South Park, The Fractured Butthole, Final Fantasy XV, Divinity Original Sin 2, Nier Automata, and Persona 5. So, Persona 5, I apologize, I've not been able to get into the series. Uh, I've heard great things about it, but... It's not pulled me in. I've watched some playthroughs of it. I, I get what people are doing with it. it just hasn't pulled me in. Um, and Final Fantasy XV, as much as I wanted it to be uh, the winner in this, um, my vote goes to South Park. South Park is a better RPG than any of these other games. And I am so happy to say that. It's kind of sad that Final Fantasy didn't take it in this because Final Fantasy is a, is the probably the RPG uh, series. And it's kind of sad that it didn't take it. But uh, South Park is just an amazing RPG. The gameplay is great in this. The story is great. Uh, getting to do side quests, uh, the weird side quests that you get to do in this are just wonderful. So I had to give it to it. Yes, I know it's more of an adult game, uh, but it, it deserved its place uh, on the list. Uh, next up, we have Best Action Adventure. And so for Best Action Adventure, uh, action adventure Game, this was hard for me to pick. Um, we have Uncharted Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. This was really hard for me to pick because there are a lot of great action games in here. Um, Breath of the Wild is amazing, and Zelda's probably the, the first action-adventure uh, game uh, of these kind of uh, this, this genre that redefined it in the 2D era, then re-redefined it in the 3D era. Breath of the Wild is amazing, uh, but I really wanted to give uh, special notice. But I wanted I wanted to make sure to honor uh, this series because Assassin's Creed Origins uh, has done exactly what it needed to do. They waited a couple of years. They came out with an amazing game. It has amazing action. Has a great story. Uh, it is it is an adventure playing this game. It is oh just completely outright amazing wonderful uh and frustrating because <laughs> they want you to play stealth but they this game really needed the recognition uh to to get this um even though breath of the wild um breath of the wild could have been on the top here i'm gonna have to give it to assassin's creed um it's just wonderful now, not to confuse anything, but now we're up to best action game because action games are different than than uh, action adventure games. Uh, so the best action games are sorry, I had this in front of me just a second ago. There we go. Uh, best action games are Prey, Neo, Destiny Two, 
Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2. Now, again, there's a lot of great contenders in this. A lot of uh, games that could have been picked that would have been that would not have been the wrong choice. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, I think that Cuphead is just an amazing game. Prey fell short. Really fell short. Destiny 2 fell short too. So I'm going to give this to Neo. Uh, a game that I got to play, you know, as the free weekend and it completely sucked me in. The game is wonderful and I'm so happy that it, that it exists. I mean, it is, it is hard. It is hardcore. Uh, but it's so interesting going into the mythos and, and Japan and going into their uh, their views on the afterlife and demons and all that kind of thing. I loved it. I think it needs more recognition, so I'm, I wanted to give it recognition here. It may not win uh, the award uh, for, for this, but I think it should. I think it would be fitting. Uh, and next up, we have Best VR Game, uh, VR or AR, uh, Super Shot. Uh, sorry, super hot VR is one of them. Star Trek Bridge Crew, uh, Lone Echo or Echo Arena, uh, Farpoint, and Resident Evil uh, Biohazard, uh, Resident Evil 7. Now, I wanted to give this to Star Trek Bridge Crew um, because I love Star Trek and I want to be on a Star Trek bridge, but I'm going to give this to Resident Evil. And the biggest reason on that is they took, you can play the entire game in, in uh, VR. And this is an experience that works so well in VR that is is just completely wonderful. I'm really glad. Um, I'm really glad that uh, that they did a full VR version of this game. So I had to give them recognition uh, for for what they did on this. It's wonderful. Uh, if you like horror, it's frightening, and VR makes it even more frightening. Um, we're on to best handheld, by the way, and I'm trying to go through these as quick as possible. I want to give some, make sure I talk about them though. Uh, best handheld game, um, obviously Nintendo's, uh, you know, really pushing this. Uh, we have Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, Monster Hunter Stories, Metroid: Samus Returns, Ever Oasis, and Fire Emblem Echoes: uh, Shadow of Valencia. So I'm going to give this to to Metroid because Samus Returns to have a 2D Metroid game and show everyone that this will work and that this is something that people will play, I think was great. I think seeing people gravitate towards this game and start playing this is just amazing because for quite a while, 2D games have not gotten the love that they deserve. Uh, 2D throwback games like this and Metroid has just been shelved forever. And I'm really glad that it uh, that it showed uh, here um, how great uh, Metroid can be and how great 2D can be. Uh, and speaking of that, we're on to best mobile game, which yeah, we make we make fun of this kind of stuff a lot, but um, I think that it's it's an important part of gaming right now. Um, we have Fire Emblem Heroes, um, Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, Monument Valley 2, and Hidden Folks. So I played quite a few of these. Super Mario Run, unfortunately, didn't have longevity. It didn't have a long-lasting appeal. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes uh, did not click with me at all. But Old Man's Journey is great. I highly recommend this game. This is uh, you, you, you play as this old man uh, traveling across the world, and you move the world to allow him to continue to move. Um, it's, it's fun. It's interesting, it's puzzle-y a little bit, but also the story is great and the art is wonderful as well. 
Excuse me. Oh. And, and uh, I really think that this deserved uh, to have a, a spot here. And um, I'm really glad that it's gonna that it's got recognition to be nominated. I think it may win it. We'll see what happens. Um, next up's best ongoing game, which I thought was kind of interesting because a lot of what we're talking about here are games that have been uh, have been out for quite a while. Uh, we have Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Overwatch, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny 2, and Player Unknown Battlegrounds. So I think it's funny with this uh, this category, by the way, that they're putting a mix of old and new in here, as if to say. Uh, some of the, the try to give recognition to games that have been going on for a while, as well as new games that will go on for a while, probably. Um, so for this, I'm going to give it to Overwatch. Overwatch has continued to be uh, the online game. People go off to other games for just a bit and then come back. Overwatch is the new World of Warcraft. People will continue to play it for, for years and years. It's that well done. And I don't know if anyone expected it, but it's going to continue to be the best ongoing game for quite a while. Um, so I, I had to give it to that. With everything going on with um, uh, GTA Online and and other things, I couldn't really put it there. If GTA Online was 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 better done, then yeah, I'd be okay with it. Funny enough, though, I didn't see any really MMORPGs in here, which I would think would be a perfect candidate for an ongoing game because the game continues uh, to go on. Um, oh well. Um, the next uh, the next category is games for impact, um, and a lot of these I haven't played, so uh, I I did want to talk about the the one that I put pick here, but um, just understand I didn't play a lot of these. Uh, Please knock on my door is one of them. Night in the Woods, Life is Strange Before the Storm, uh, Bury Me, My Love, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Um, I'm going to give this uh, this one to Hellblade. Um, I, I just loved the game. I love the story. I love uh, everything about it. And I think that there needs to be more of this. I'm really... I, I loved how they did the game. I love how they... Um, uh, dealt with mental illness in a game and did it very well in regards to uh, culturally and in regards to psychologically what's going on. I think it's amazing and I'm really glad that uh, that it came out. And I think that um, uh, Life is Strange would probably uh, get it for this, but you never know. Um, so the next, the next category, uh, speaking of that though, is best performance in a video game. This is really hard to pick. Uh, so we had uh, Melina uh, Jurgens, and I apologize, I'm going to butcher some of these names, but uh, for Hellblade, uh, Melina Jurgens, uh, Laura Bailey for Uncharted, Laura Bailey's amazing, uh, Claudia Black for Uncharted, uh, uh, Brian Bloom for Wolfenstein 2, and Ashley Birch for Horizon Zero Dawn. I really want to give this to Ashley. Um, I've been a fan of Ashley for quite a while, and I think that uh, I think she deserves the recognition for this. Uh, so I would say probably Ashley, but I also did want to give a little credit to Melina as well because her performance was was amazing in Hellblade, and she got uh, I mean she was she's not really an actress, so for her to be put in this, she was the uh, editor, an editor for them, and to be brought into this game um, and to be asked to do that, I think she did above and beyond. So. Um, it's between the two of them, in my opinion. Uh, I think Ashley deserves, uh, probably deserves the <clears throat> award, 
but I wanted to give a, a special you know shout out to Melina on this. Uh, we also have uh, for the next uh, award uh, best audio design, and for best audio we have Destiny Two, Hellblade, uh, Resident Evil Seven, Leg uh, sorry uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Odyssey. Again, these are all really really good games. Uh, I could have picked any of these, and it would have it would have been a good choice. Uh, but I'm going to pick Hellblade, and the biggest reason for that is we're talking about sound design, and Hellblade's sound design is immersive. It is so immersive, and it is f almost it's unsettling how good the sound design is in this in regards to the the voices that that she's hearing. I had to I had to give it to that because it was so it was so unique. It was so interesting and and refreshing and and unsettling um, that I felt this is the choice for it at the same time I think Zelda's game uh, sound design was was amazing and it was immersive uh, Destiny 2's it's pretty good I mean I'm not gonna trash it for for sound I can trash it for other things sound design it's good though I have no problem with it um, on to best score uh, we have Destiny 2 Cuphead Nier Automata uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey and Persona 5. Now, I could have picked. I could have again. I there are so many so many good things on here. Cuphead's music is wonderful. It is amazing. It is retro, but at the same time, there isn't a lot of it. Um, there are only a handful of songs uh, in my uh, in comparison. Um, but it's amazing at what it does. Mario Odyssey has some great soundtrack, a great soundtrack as well, and it's very diverse. Uh, I want to lean towards Zelda on this because of the the, the themes, because of the uh, orchestra. It's an amazing soundtrack. I lean towards Zelda on this, honestly. But at the same time, I think Mario could easily get this. I think Cuphead is, is interesting enough that it would be deserving as well. I'm gonna give this to, Le to Legend of Zelda. It's beautiful, visually and uh, auditory. So that's that's my pick at least. Uh, we're, we're don't worry, we're we're coming up on the uh, the home stretch here. We're on best art direction. Best art direction we have Destiny Two, Cuphead, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Persona Five, and Horizon Zero Dawn. <coughs> uh, another great mix. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn has amazing art, amazing art direction. Um, I'm going to, I probably think that that would be the winner. Uh, Legend of Zelda did amazing as well, obviously. Uh, but I feel like I should give this to a game that is all art direction, and that is Cuphead. Cuphead is all about art direction. Cuphead's all about art. It is retro. It is beautiful. And I love it. I'm, I know Horizon will probably get the, get the win on this, but I think Cuphead... Uh, hands down uh, is is the pick for me personally because of the art because of the history involved I think it's wonderful and it's wonderful that something like this got uh, recognition to be uh, nominated it's amazing it's kind of what this kind this award is made for right art direction come on <laughs> maybe it's just me um, so next up we have uh, Best Narrative, uh, and for that we have What Remains of Edith Finch, Nier Automata, uh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice, Wolfenstein 2, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Another really good, I mean, these, every single one of these could have been, uh, you know, could have been the pick for this. Um, and I'm going to pick uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. 
any of these could have been picked and would not have been a wrong choice. Uh, I'm just going to pick Horizon Zero Dawn for this because I feel like uh, the depth and the story and the, and the narrative in regards to the world uh, and in regards to the theming is very well done and the, the side quests and narrative, this, the way the side quests blend into the main story um, I think is, in my opinion, on par with a Skyrim uh, when it comes to uh, story, when it comes to immersive world. So I'm going to pick that. There isn't any bad choice in this list though. So. If you have another choice that you think would be better, you're not wrong in this case. And I tell people they're wrong a lot, but you're not wrong in this. Um, next up is best art direction. Uh, sorry, best game direction, not art direction. So this is in regards to the creative vision and the innovation in a game. So not the art, but the, the, the direction, obviously. Uh, we have Wolfenstein 2, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. So, this, talking about creative vision and innovation, I have to give this to Zelda. Um, in regards to innovation for an open world, in regards to innovation for the, uh, the cooking, now everyone's going to say, yes, the cooking is the same as Skyrim, but Skyrim isn't as fun. Um, this game is so fun, it's so open. It did everything that it needed to do in regards to um, in regards to the the design and the direction of what a good 3D Zelda game should be in a modern Zelda game. That being said, I also want to give special a special shout out to Resident Evil on this and Wolfenstein because both of them, in regards to their execution, is phenomenal. In regards to the execution of theming and the execution of uh, of the um, vision of where these stories are going, I have to give them uh, recognition on this because Resident Evil Seven revitalized Resident Evil in a way that I was re I was hoping for, and I had no idea they were going to do it this way. It made it scary again. This is a horror game. It needs to be scary. This made it scary again. Wolfenstein 2 took the Wolfenstein franchise and made it, you know, ridiculously fun. You're killing, going around killing Nazis, and it's over the top. And I like the alternate history aspect of it, so I'm happy about that. Uh, I, I hope that one of them gets, gets the award, but I think it's going to be Zelda. Speaking of that, Game of the Year. Um... So this is this is just the overall the best game overall. So it's it's not if if to me if a game is short is is has short fallings uh, on specific aspects, I can't consider it. So on to the nominees: uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, PUBG Player Unknown Battleground, sorry, uh, Persona Five, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Again. These are all really good choices. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is an amazing game, and it very well could take it. Persona 5, I don't think is near as good as it as as people uh, as the fans believe that it is. I think that it's good. I just don't think that it's that good. I feel the same way about Player Unknown Battlegrounds. I feel like it's it's about to release officially because it kind of is. Um, it still feels like uh, like beta. I mean, there's not enough there, to me, to warrant a full game of the year. So that being said, we have Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda, and it makes me really happy that Nintendo's back in the race when it comes to this because 
they have been playing underdog so long and the switch is showing um how great nintendo can be and i'm giving this to zelda it's beautiful it's wonderful it's open world there's so much to do it's also very intuitive i mean if you're if you're doing something and it's really too hard you probably should do it a different way or wait for it um maybe gear up also being able to you know to interact with the world in such an open way is just amazing it is probably the most immersive open world game that i've played it is the most fun it's the funniest and and it's zelda the puzzles are are great and they're not too hard they're intuitive it's probably some of my favorite puzzles in a game the combat is is challenging but it's not too difficult it's not a dark souls but it is challenging um just overall everything the scope in regards to it and added to that quasi spoilers because it's only about a quarter of the way through the game maybe maybe less i mean you bring you uh basically bring up battle swords i mean it's basically power rangers you would you you have to unite or have to uh bring back and uh, uh bring back online these giant mechanical uh mechs and and to make sure you can fight uh to to take ganon's power down it is amazing just everything about it and i have to give it game of the year for that reason mario odyssey is my second favorite um, Mario Odyssey is amazing. It is the best Mario, is the best Mario 3D Mario game. It beats Galaxy. It beats 64. It's wonderful. The sound is great. The music is great. Everything. But Zelda takes it for me. So let me know in the comments what your favorite uh, Zelda game is, because that's all that matters. No, <laughs> this this list is really long. Go vote on the Game Awards. Um, you don't have to tell us, you know, obviously comment if you think we're wrong about something on here, if you think that I'm completely off base in, in my feelings on these. But go vote for the Game Awards because your vote matters on this. Go vote, make your choice heard, and, uh, and stay tuned to that. Stay tuned here to more awesome gaming stuff. See you later.